So I'm going to just talk quickly about a property I saw about a week ago in um, West Covina here in Los Angeles County. Um, you know, I, a wholesaler had, had posted this on a um, forum post at, on meetup.com. And I was I looked at it and I said, hey, that's my backyard. I, I need to go check this out. So I posted my email, he contacted me, gave me the address, we met up, looked at the property, you know, um, the property he had told me was, you know, he had under contract, it was off market, uh, the, it was, the price was 490, which, 490,000, which is obviously negotiable, I don't know how much, I didn't get that far, but um, it was a great price, because frankly, it was about 16, 1700 square feet, which means that, you know, if it was fully rehabbed, it would easily sell for probably um, the mid-sixes. Um, so, you know, the the numbers on paper look really nice at 490 and I thought I could get it even a little bit less. So we went to go see the property. Even though the street name and number is in a cul-de-sac, you know, it's still um, parallel right next to a, a main road. So that was something to consider. Um, it wasn't a freeway, but it was, you know, a road off of a freeway, so it still gets a fair amount of traffic. But I still thought the the numbers were pretty good, and with the retaining wall, um, it, it blocked off some of the noise. And you can consider it either way. Usually I mark down 5 or, you know, 10% um, because it's on a busy road. So anyways, the numbers still made sense. Went to go look at the property, and it was essentially... Um, the, the previous owner had knocked down everything. It was stripped down to essentially the frame, the framing and the walls. And there were some new windows that had been put up. So I had not done a rehab at this, at this condition before. Typically, you know, the interiors were beat up, but you know, the drywall was still there. Electrical plumbing were still there. And all I usually do is is fixing up floors, paint, kitchen, um, bathroom, stuff like this, but never in a full, you know, doing all the drywall with just the framing up. So I thought, okay, you know, usually I budget somewhere between 40 and $60 a square foot for the condition I'm buying in if I had to do everything, you know, all the bathrooms, all the, the kitchen and everything. But and I thought, okay, drywall, how much could it cost? You know, electrical and plumbing, what, another twenty, thirty thousand dollars or something? How much could it really be? So I sent my contractor out there, which um I've used him before. He's not the cheapest person, but he gets the job done. I can trust him. And in a world full of thieves and assholes, you know, that's worth a lot of money. So I sent him out there, he took a look at it. And I was shocked when he came back with the repair price of um, $200,000 if I did not want to use permits. He always gives me that information, even though I always would use permits, because um, when you want to resell something, uh, you will want to have permits for everything. It's It will cover your ass, frankly. So, you know, it, it's something you'll learn very quickly. Make sure you do everything on the up and up because when you sell it, the last thing you want is to be sued later. And I have friends who have gone through that. Um, and and then they'll sue you for hundreds of thousands, you know, 10 times more than the, than the work would actually cost to repair it. But they'll sue you for a lot more. So anyways, 
Uh, he gave me a $200,000 estimate without repairs, without permits, and $300,000 with permits. So those numbers obviously were mind-boggling. And I, I, my first thought was actually, you know, I think my contractor is so busy now, he's just throwing some crazy numbers out there for me because he might not even want the job, or if he takes the job, it's only worth his time if he makes a, a ridiculous amount of money. So um, I took that into consideration, and I, you know, I go to, the, uh, to several meetups in my area regularly, and I have a friend who is a developer and contractor himself. And I asked him, I just showed him some pictures and I said, hey, listen, you know, I, I don't want you to go see this house, but you can see the condition of this property. You know, it, it clearly needs, you know, this stuff moving forward. Can you just ballpark me? I'm not going to hold you to number, just ballpark me. You know, how much price per square foot you would charge for something like this? Um, and, you know, he said roughly about... A hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty dollars per square foot, which really puts me right in the same ballpark as what my contractor said. So again, this new person that I, this my other friend from the meetup, he was pricing a hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty dollars per square foot. Okay, so you you calculate about. Okay, so where was I? So anyways, a hundred and you know. Essentially, I have two estimates now, rough estimates, that this house is going to cost a lot more money than what I originally thought. You know, if if I purchase at four ninety and I had to put in even two hundred thousand dollars, you know, now I'm at six ninety. Call it seven hundred. Okay, um, there's there's no way these numbers work. You know, the wholesaler is confident the work can get done you know, for under a hundred, which is frankly where I thought the numbers stood too. Um, but you know, he has a little conflict of interest and he's really the last person I would want to trust with those numbers if I want to move ahead. So, you know, this would obviously have to be an all cash deal. Um, and, and as soon as I got it, if these, if I find out these things don't make sense, um, I would be kicking myself in the butt and uh, I have to trust. So honestly, I, I trust my contractor, you know, that he's making a fair profit and what he's offering to me is not, you know, not ridiculously far off from what most other people who would do a good job would also offer me. And that's the most important point. Yes, I could go out there and get, maybe get contractor bids and some of them may be for a hundred thousand or less, but do I know them? Do I trust them? Um, if you're not in this area and you haven't been screwed over yet, then you won't, you don't understand the value of trust. You know, just because some of these contractors have a, um, a license number or a bond, you know, that means nothing at all. These, they will, they will screw you over as soon as, um, as quickly as you got into the deal, they can screw you over and you will never see them again. And getting money back from them is extremely difficult in, in this, you know, judicial era. I mean, you can take them to small claims court, you can sue them, but all those options, you know, take months, if not years to complete. And after you even win, you know, then there's the process of trying to get the money back, which for somebody who probably doesn't have a very high net worth 
and you know keeps a lot of his money in cash under a mattress or um, someplace hidden, it will be almost impossible to ever retrieve that money. So while there are protections out there for people like us, the actual logistics of of getting your money back from someone who has stolen money from you is a very difficult thing and very stressful and time consuming. So these are the realities of life. And um, if you're not prepared for them, you can end up uh, losing losing a lot more than just money. You can be losing your sanity. You can be losing your time, your patience. Um, you know, if you get more stressed, that stress, you know, it shows itself in a lot of different ways. Um, I personally think I'm I'm pretty good with stress, and and that's not an easy thing to say. You know, if you're not someone who deals with stress or is very good with stress, then what what immediately happens is, you know, that stress shows itself at your at your job it shows itself around your wife your kids your family your friends you're more angry you're you're snapping at people uh you can't think properly um you may do other things if you get stressful like gaining weight um and even though it i think it's very difficult to correlate stress with um diseases like cancer or um other health issues, I think that there is a, and this is just my personal opinion, I think there is an absolute direct correlation, okay, there's one thing that that you need to keep uh, um, um, control of yourself, and that is your stress level, because stress is a killer, um, physically, you know, directly, not indirectly, directly, it can kill you if you don't manage it properly, so the most important thing is your mindset, um, your stress levels, and knowing how to control all of that. So, you know, I, I digress a little bit, you know, going back to the West Covina property, um, it really makes no sense for me to, to try something on this level. Um, I don't, maybe for somebody who is planning to do a lot of the work himself, um, somebody who has a lot of cash laying around doesn't mind the the debt service payments that really the holding costs while you're rehabbing something on this level. Um, somebody who may a, a a contractor who may have his own crew who he has on salary, which typically if they're staying busy, he's getting a lot better value um, for the amount of work that he's putting in. Um, versus someone like me, who if I have to contract out somebody for every job I have, you know, I'm going to be paying a, a higher price per square foot than that person. But I'll be honest, you know, I know a lot of developers who have their own crews, and they, you know, they're not getting a ridiculous price any either, you know, while I'm paying maybe $150 a square foot, um, someone else, you know, the, the developer who has his crew may be paying you know, $120 a square foot, maybe $100 a square foot. You know, there's there's only so much you can really subtract away from that because materials are still going to cost the same. So you're talking about labor. Well, how much labor can you really save? You know, 20%, 30% at most, you know, f- uh, per job. That's not a ridiculous amount of money. You know, uh, unless you're all in, you're you're flipping full-time, and you're and you're finding deals full time uh will that really make sense uh for the for the majority of us it's much safer to you know find the deal on the front end 
and and have enough margin to afford those type of things to to protect us against you know the the cost of the cost of having people on full time so you know that's just another one that I come in, that I'm going to look at I spend time at check out I I invested my resources to go look at to investigate a little bit I pull on the people I know this is why it's so important to know people well that's why it's important to go to meetups so let me tell you about this this developer, you know. One thing that you're going to be that you're probably going to make a mistake at when you start going to these meetups. You're going to think, you know, all these people don't know what they're talking about. Most of the people at these meetups are very new to real estate. I know more than them. But what you'll learn is if you go to enough of them, if you keep going to them, is that you'll start seeing the same people. The early people leave soon, you know, they don't come back more than one time because you know, they're scared or they don't want to pay the entrance fee, like the $20, you know, uh, entrance fee is too much for them, you know, and I can talk a lot about that too, you know, how much money do you spend per year to educate yourself and to get better, I mean, for a lot of people that, that amount is zero dollars, like nothing, or it could be as little as, you know, a few hundred dollars, right, but if you if you understand the value the 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 importance of continuing to learn you should really be spending probably somewhere in the range of i don't even know maybe a thousand to ten thousand dollars a year it is is this, you can you can get a lot done with ten thousand dollars in terms of education you know educating yourself and i most certainly do not mean going back to school if you are spending that money to get an m b a degree to you know go back and get your accounting masters or something like that then you're not then you don't understand what I'm talking about I'm talking about you know learning specific strategies from industry experts from buying audiobooks from from learning from people who are doing on a daily basis the things that you want to get good at okay and you're going to waste some money some of that money will be wasted that's the cost of doing business. You will buy bad programs. You will go to bad classes. You will learn from fake people, okay? But you will never learn anything and and find the right courses and the right people unless you're spending money on these types of things, okay? So the entrance fee I paid to, to and, you know, every week or every other week to go meet these people and just conversate and whatnot. You know, this is a very small price to pay in the overall scheme of things. Okay, how much money do you think I saved by by knowing my contractor, by by knowing that developer who gives me their professional opinion, their honest opinion, people that I can trust. Trust is priceless. It is the one thing that that is invaluable in this world. Okay. People that will give me their honest opinion with no bias whatsoever. How much money did that save me? What if I had bought that property even for I let's just say I offered four fifty, okay? And because I think I'm getting a steal of a deal. You can't get a property with that square footage in that area for four fifty. It is impossible, okay? I think I'm I'm thinking I'm getting the deal, and the guy's like, all right, fine, you know, so be it. I pay all cash for it. And I I hire a contractor who says he can do it for $80,000. All right, I know I'm going to make at least 100k on this. And I and I, he tells me he can get done in 2 months, maybe 3 at the most. 
right? I go into it, what do you think is going to happen? I'm just a beginner. I don't know anybody. I'm just, I, I trust the people who I'm working with. The wholesaler, he's got to be right. The contractor, he's got to be right, okay? It'll, it'll be four months before anything happens. I realize I picked the wrong person. He's already $30,000 over budget. I'm in it for 120 plus the 450 cash that I originally put in. And I'm making debt service payments on all of this stuff. The contractor leaves. I'm trying to sue him while I'm finding a new contractor. Someone else who says that they can get the job done. And I'm trusting him to do it on time and on budget. Okay. I've already lost money, and most likely the subs, the first contractor had hired, you know, he uh, he didn't pay them. So now I have um, mechanic liens on my property, which is going to stop me from being able to sell the house later, okay? And I'm, um, who knows, bankrupt in six months. I'm, I could go through all the other things that will go wrong in this scenario. I don't want to bore you, but you, you get where I'm going with this, right? So, um, again, I try to digress a little bit. So, you know, these things, they have value in, in different areas that you will not see immediately. Okay. But education knowledge is priceless. You should be paying for it. $1,000 to $10,000 a year is a very insignificant amount of money that you should be educating yourself. These are things that are very hard to hit that buy button originally. Because when you're there and, and you have to make the decision to purchase that program or not, or, or to buy that book or not, you say, oh, 14 bucks for that audio book, you know, am I really going to read it? You know, the description, does it look like something that I'm going to like? Uh, you know, I, I listened to the little uh, short um, snippet they gave me, and it sounds somewhat interesting, but yeah, it, not that interesting. I'll forget it. And I'll, I'm going to go back watching TV. You know, fuck it. Or, or you know, this this... A course about teaching me how to use the financial calculator, you know, I know how to use the calculator, I, can I Google this stuff, you know, all this stuff is on the internet anyway, am I just going to be paying for this guy to teach me what I can find online, I'll, I'll just go home and do it, fuck it, I'm not going to buy this course, you know, those are very difficult things to get over mentally, alright, but you need to get over them, stop being, stop being a pussy, stop being a little bitch, and, and just click the buy button, all right, it'll be the best decision of your life, because it does multiple things. First of all, once you do it a few times, you'll get better at it, and you won't be so you won't be so afraid to make purchases like that in the future. And it is the right decision. The second thing is you're gonna learn whatever that thing has to teach you. Okay, <coughs> and most of them have you know a, a money back guarantee if you don't like it. Most people are too afraid to use it. I'm not, um, but I I really do have to use it. Uh, but the third thing and the most important thing out of all of out of going to any course, you know, or something like that, you know, is that you're going to meet the instructor, someone who's been doing this for decades. OK, an, an industry expert in his own right. You're going to meet other people, like minded people who are doing what you want to do. You know, different walks of life. Talk to them. Learn what they're doing. Learn where they're going. Their situation in life. What knowledge they have to share with you. Okay? And they could be someone that you could call on one day and say, Hey, listen. I want to run this by you. Just give me your opinion, buddy. Okay? Anyways, that's the short one for today. Enjoy. Later.